0: Favorite mixed martial arts podcast, recording out of Los Angeles, California. It's MMA Roasted with Adam
2: Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? Is that? Hey, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast, people. Uh, I'm here. I'm in Vegas. We got a we got a great show. We got a great show. We got a. I'm 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 pumped. I'm pumped for this show actually. This is gonna be it's gonna be a fun this is gonna be a fun one. Um and uh my buddy Bill Dawes is here, who is a hilarious comic, also a brown belt in jujitsu, uh great guy, I've known him for years. Um and I'm excited. I'm excited because we have also we have uh, Ricky Simone is on who's killing the game right now. Uh absolutely killing it. Anthony Hernandez is gonna be on the show. Uh yeah, the guy who just tapped uh, like the seven-time Abu Dhabi champion. You watched that fight last week? Um, yeah, I did. He's going to be here. And then we have uh, Tyler Goodjohn is on the show as well, uh, bare-knuckle boxer, <laughs> porn star, uh, just a fucking wild dude. The guys living like, the caveman life. Um, is he
0: the first guy you've had that's been a fighter and porn star? Is he the first had, person? You've
2: had females on that have, had, like, OnlyFans accounts and have done some, like, porn stuff. But uh yeah, he's the first one he's the first male porn star. I'm sure we've had guys that have made sex videos, but he's the first uh, yeah, of course like, first like active porn star. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, so that's good. I'm actually I'm in Vegas right now doing comedy, and I was talking to Bill before the show, but uh, it's just so great doing live shows again. I mean it's even though it's like you know thirty percent capacity and it's like fifty people out of it, it's just nice actually talking to somebody not on Zoom um i had an audition two days ago on zoom and it was like for a commercial and I, I go in the baby's room because uh the baby was out at like you know her like daycare thing and my wife was working in the other room and i was afraid the baby was going to in through the living room when they, she came back so i go over to the, her room and i lock the door and my daughter is you know we're, we're potty training her and my wife is like 30 she's like a millennial who everything is like wired Like stuff that she knows about that i'm just like so so she has the alexa reminding my my daughter to go to the bathroom and it's like hey time to go potty violet you're a big girl we're all proud of you and that happens every 30 minutes right now i forget this is a thing so right when it's my time to do my my line for the audition i waited like 30 minutes on zoom and it was to be like kevin bacon stunt double for a commercial so everyone looks a lot more like kevin bacon than me And my line was like...
0: You see the other people auditioning as
2: well? You can see them in the waiting room, in the virtual waiting room. And everyone's like fixing their hair. Some guy's wife's yelling at them. uh, Like nothing. People don't know Zoom. Other people have like a a green screen behind them. I have like my daughter's wallpaper behind me. Like it's just like, I'm, I'm like trying to fix the... I'm trying to fix the camera as far like the the, the computer and I'm adjusting it and the casting is like, Are you good at him? Like already right. he's like annoyed at me. And right when it was time to do my line, I hear it was like my line was like, Hey, thanks for the Coke or something And all of a sudden I hear, I'm like, Thanks for the time to go potty training, Violet. You're a big <laughs> I'm like fucking hey like so I don't think I got that one, um, and I didn't or even. They're going to be charmed by it, and they're going to be like, "Oh, he has a kid; he needs to pay some bills." Maybe, but you couldn't really, unless you knew what she was saying. It just—you just heard <laughs> like "potty, big girl." It sounded like some weird sex cult was going on. It was—it was awful. Uh, so anyway, so, so I do my show last night um, in Vegas. BJ Penn shows up, wow. and uh, that was awesome. And BJ seems like he's doing great. I know he's had some law problems, and I made a couple jokes about it because. Mm-hmm. But like you know respectful jokes um so because it's still you don't know where you're at with bj you know he's the nicest guy ever but he, what uh, are the
0: problems i haven't followed that the bj pen problems i
2: think he got a, like a, a second or third dui he got you know kicked out of the ufc and basically for getting into a bar fight and like losing kind of a guy he like asked his friend to punch him in the face outside a strip club and then he came <laughs> and beat the guy up there's some I don't know, a lot of child, I, there's a lot of stuff going on in his, his life that's not good, you know. Um, but he seemed really well. He came with a, a buddy of mine, uh, Adam, who's in charge of like the UFC gyms and he, he has a job there or something. He, he was really cool. He was so nice and it was great. But the crowds are not, people are not used to being outside. And I feel like in a way, everybody, it's like when you let, a, it's like a, you put a dog in a crate for, you know, a couple of days or months or years, and you let it out, it's going to go fucking wild. We'll see yeah. like that's having at, like, comedy clubs now. People are just talking back to me. They're not even heckling. They're just exciting. I'm like, you ever get so drunk? Yeah! Like, not even before I get to my punchline, people are just yelling at me, you know, screaming, having fun. And I was like, you know, this is a drunk crowd when the most sober one is BJ Penn. Uh, <laughs> and BJ appreciated that one. Um,
1: yeah, that's so, good.
2: So that was crazy. And then some Guy, they're making everyone wear masks in the room, right? So, and I have to, in the so green room. Oh, in, in the comedy room. In the comedy room. Even when they sit mask. down, sit down, you have to wear a mask. Right. And they'll oh. come to you and say, you have to put your mask on, you know? So right away, uh, halfway through my set, these two guys, maybe in the twenties, one guy gets up and goes, fuck this. And I think he's like mad at me. Cause I just made like a Trump joke or something. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh great. I, probably it wasn't even that bad of a trump joke it was a joke and then i go he goes i have the sick of this fucking mask and threw it down right and i'm like give it up for anthony fauci right like i, I so that i and then his buddy was like tyler just sit down so then they start fighting <laughs> and then he goes so then the people come over and normally i'm used to people getting mad at me during comedy yes so now they're getting mad at masks you know yeah. uh but i i told the guy i'm like listen man you know we're all in this together man i i i hear you you know just Come on, man. We're here to have a good time. The guy sat down and had a good time and everyone was happy that I diffused the situation. But, you know, it was one of those things where look, I I I get it. You know, it's it's a frustrating, crazy time. I mean, rules are rules, and you know, people have like I know bars right now that are enforcing not wearing masks. Like there's like I know people that run bars like on Fremont Street where you go there and like you can't like people you'll get trouble for wearing a mask people are like, oh, oh in okay. vegas really in vegas i like I, uh, there's all these secret places that people tell me about like hey you want to come here no masks. And which, which <laughs> which makes me not want to go there because how many people have been there now that oh masks, exactly you know so but uh the new
0: speakeasy is like you know you have to open a little slot and be like come in what's the password it's
2: fucking no crazy masks. it's crazy it's crazy anyway so uh anyway bill dawes uh we've actually trained together and, and man you're like you're one of these guys uh, in jujitsu, you know, that you're hard to take down. Like you have, a, you have like no wrestling background, but a good wrestling base. You're because uh, a lot of I feel like a lot of guys, you know, at high levels, they just play guard, the guard game. Like, oh, I'll just pull a yeah. guard, and that's not you. You're uh, so congrats on getting your, <laughs> your, your 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 brown belt and that brown everything. Brown belt. Uh,
0: well, I had two older brothers who who beat me up constantly all through my entire life. So that's I think that's where wrestling mostly comes from, right? It's just yeah family members that you want to kill. So um, so I did that my whole life. I always wanted to be a wrestler, but I, I never was. But I would always have friends who were, like, state champions in Virginia. I played, So, yeah. So so I like the top game. I'm not one of those guys who wants to have my ass in the air like a French hooker and just play inverted the whole time. You know what I mean? I, 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 like, I like the pressure passing. So we probably have similar games that way. I don't know when's the last time you trained jits, though. It's been a while, huh?
2: I haven't trained jits in a long time. I'm doing Muay Thai a lot, like, in my garage. i just been – with the COVID and my like my mom's my my uh i'm I'm good thank you my uh my wife's you say I'm good they are still gonna walk in they always walk in uh, <laughs> my, hey hey, how's it going i'm I'm all set, thank you um my wife's mom isn't in the best health, so oh, no thank you oh yeah. uh so my wife's mom isn't in the best health, so like to be like to explain to my wife, hey, I'm gonna go to train in jiu Jitsu right now. Uh, with a bunch of people and, yeah. you can't, and, and like you literally can't get get like closer you know um, why are you training for anything no I just need to get a workout it's just it's a hard and once COVID's over I'm gonna go back and like go back hard but right now it's just I don't know it's just hard it's hard when you have a two-year-old and a wife yeah
0: exactly I had COVID and then I went and did jujitsu not knowing I had it I just knew that I felt funny I felt a little off and then I trained and then I immediately got tested after I trained and I was positive, but nobody at the gym got it. So I don't know what wow. that means. Other than the fact that uh, I, I don't think, I think for someone like you, Adam, I don't think it'd be that big a deal if you got it, but you're just worried about your wife's yeah, mom. My
2: family, my family, my mom, my, my kid, my, you know, my wife, it's just, it's not really me. I feel like uh, I've hooked up with enough porn stars and people of like, that where I think my body can take whatever. Yeah, you know? your
0: immune system is on point right now, man. I
2: honestly think, I, I eat like shit, but train really hard. And so yeah. I think my body's all fucked up. I, I feel like people that are really healthy, get really sick or people that are not healthy, but like if you're, <laughs> I have a really <laughs> stupid, I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. I, I just know, I think I'd be all right, but yeah, other people uh, yes. around me is who I'd be worried yeah. about. Now, um, now, but a lot, but you take breaks though. Cause like I I've known you and like I'm like hey when well, was the last time you rolled you're like oh I haven't rolled in a couple months or a year or two years and then I see you getting a brown belt like but then you're under like under Hegan Machado or something who are you a brown belt under
0: no so uh, my guy his name's Marcus Venetius he has a uh, his, he's a sixth stand under Master Mansoor. so that's a pretty good legacy I mean I think how many red belts are there in BJJ thirty in the world twenty thirty so Sor is one of them and he and he's like a legend you know he's like the 50 cent of brazil he's been shot eight times uh and he's he was a cop he was like if you ever saw city of god or elite squad he's one of those like slow all
2: right so i think your wife felt
0: he's like five foot two he's a, he's a monster so uh so the guy that I, I, he trained under him is very old school, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, classic Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. I don't do the, the Gordon Ryan, Gary Tonin leg game, which is interesting because with someone like Ricky Simone, who is a, a black belt in Jiu-Jitsu, a lot of people think that Jiu-Jitsu is going to make a, a resurgence in MMA because the leg game has evolved so much in the past five or 10 years. Like Gary Tonin is killing it at the yeah. one championship right now. With, with leg locks, he can pretty much get people when he wants to. And there was a time where leg locks were irrelevant in, in UFC because people just slip out of them. But I, I feel like the game's evolved. So I'm going to be like, people like Charlie, like who's that guy? Charlie Hooper? That little kid oh, with Chase the curly Hooper. hair? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. It's Tooper.
0: And he's getting people in, in heel hooks and shit like that. It's going to be interesting to see how that evolves. But I don't play that game. I'm just, I'm too old.
2: Yeah, I well, want the to- thing about Tony though, is uh, also he was he re- really working on his striking. Like he says, his favorite yeah. boxer Mike Tyson. Like, you wouldn't even know. And, and, he, and he just pulls out Jiu-Jitsu when he needs to, you know, which is uh, dangerous. But also, he's fighting good guys, but I want to see him fight the next, the next level of guy. Because, uh, yeah. you know, Ryan Hall is a guy that, like – you
0: love like, Ryan Hall.
2: You know, um, but, yeah, it's, it, it, I am interested in it because, I mean, I, I always feel like pulling guards a terrible idea in, in MMA. I'm always like, man, but then you get, there's always, a, like, a, one guy that can seem to break every single rule. And uh, and then you're like nobody can figure that guy out. And I remember it was like Damien Maya for a while. Everyone was like Maya and Maya and yeah. Maya. And then Nate Marquardt just like knocked them the fuck out. And then they were like, okay, well I guess, you know, or <laughs> uh, but this guy right here, uh, I guess his name is Jade Bonnet now. I don't know who that is, uh, but uh, that, that's that's <laughs> the name. Ricky Simone is is a murderer. Uh, who who's Jade Bonnet, by the way?
3: I gotta stop stealing my wife's laptop.
2: Oh okay. <laughs> okay, okay. I got it. Uh Ricky Simone coming off a huge win. Uh that dude was tough, man. Brian Kelleher is a very underrated fighter. And he's one of those dudes that wins that like he's never out of a fight. He's got that that like one punch power. Uh you started off so strong and you just I mean, your wrestling in the first round was amazing. Was there a fear of burning out? Uh
3: not not for me uh that's like my favorite thing is to like get it to get them to the point where they're burning out and i can like start to feel it like you i i felt that like early on in wrestling you'd feel them break like in the third round when they're tired if they're down by if it's close and then you feel them go over something you kind of feel them take that breath and like uh hang their head a little bit and i love getting them to that point and i i train to get get them to that point and, and for me to stay fresh so uh not in my head i mean even though it was like a quick turnaround uh I felt still felt so, like, felt, my body felt good, and I felt like I was in good enough shape to, like, push that pace for all three rounds, for sure.
2: How do you do that? Because I, I go one five-minute roll in jujitsu and then I feel like I have a heart attack. I, I need, like, a, a power drink. I need a, a massage. Like, how do you go 15, 25 minutes at, like, level 10?
3: <laughs> uh, well, my coaches are crazy. When, when I'm here over here training with Fabiano Scherner, he's, like, cuts me off a piece of the mat, puts some bags – and, like, that's my area, and he just sends, you know, anywhere from a purple belt to a black belt at me for 10 to 12 rounds sometimes. Um, and we're just grinding it out. They're putting me in positions that they think my opponent's going to have me in or they think I'm going to have my opponent in. And then when I'm training with Timo Yama, I'm sparring, you know, 10 to 15 rounds. You know, good spar, nothing crazy, but, like, high-paced. We're, we're, we're working stuff we've been drawing on. And I'm working with Alex Perez and, and, and guys, like, up-and-coming guys that are just – you know, just good enough to be in the UFC already. So I'm constantly getting, you know, 10 plus rounds live in. So I mean, you ever, rounds, I
2: mean, did you ever get tired?
3: Um, I mean a little bit, but I can recover pretty quick. And that's something that we've been doing for, for, for years now. I think I've been working with polar for five years. I wear that, that heart rate monitor and, um, we, we see how high we can get my heart rate up and we max it out. And then in one minute we see how low I can get my heart rate and I can, I can drop almost a hundred beats within that minute. So I'm in full recovery.
2: Uh, Bill, is this is this, yeah, is this like how you uh, train as well?
0: No, <laughs> you know, I'm the laziest piece of shit imaginable. But I do have a question for you, uh, Ricky. I love the way you uh, attack the arm triangle from the mount. Uh, in terms of your jujitsu, what would you say your most effective uh, offensive attacks are in jiu-jitsu and MMA? Because I feel like there's very few that that work, frankly, nowadays. But your your arm triangle from the mount seems pretty effective. I don't know if you have any tricks for that. I never get it when I roll. I'm I'm a brown belt, but I, I'm obviously not your level. Um, is that your Is that your favorite jujitsu move, offensive move in MMA?
3: Um, well, I think uh, my favorite would be a guillotine, or you know, any any kind of choke. When I'm like on on top, like either like standing or um, have them turtled up on the ground, because I feel like I get to that position so many times. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, the arm triangle is one of my uh, favorite moves, mostly just for pressure. Like either I'm going to get this arm triangle, or I'm going to get to a position where I can posture up and elbow your fucking face. So either way, it works. Yeah, for yeah, me. yeah. So, yeah, you don't yeah. lose position, man. That's
0: good.
2: Now, Kelleher clipped you a couple times uh, in the second and third. Were you uh, were you rocked at all? Uh, never rocked actually. Uh, the front kicks never hurt me, but he
3: actually hit me with a check hook, which we knew he had he had he had a good uh, a good overhand and a good hook from the open. So uh, I felt that a little bit, and so I had to like you know like use
2: some head movement, and circle a little bit, but none, none of the front kicks, something like that. Now there was one time that we hit you, and then your head, your chin went up, and then your, oh, yeah. and then your, and then your hands went down, and I was like, oh shit, uh-oh, uh-oh. But, uh <laughs> oh, uh oh. But was it's that was that on purpose, good. or was that on purpose, or no? No, I didn't get kicked in the face on purpose, Adam. Come on. Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, like, were you playing possum at all? Were you? Were you like? Did you see it any any like stars at all, or, or no?
3: No, no, uh, never, never. I, I mean, I've been buzzed in fights and seen those stars before and, uh, nah, nothing like that. Uh, he did sneak a couple of those front kicks in really good at me. I think his toe. I had like a big old cut on under my chin, his toe in my neck or something, but, uh, he was wow. sneaky. With we, we, and we, and we were, uh, I was having one of my coaches flow with me and throw those like marching front kicks that he likes to throw. Um, we, and shit, in practice I had that shit down I was like moving out of the way I was like yeah right hit me that, it hit, and then The fight it hit me so many times so. Wow <laughs> yeah.
2: now, is it, now are you staying at 145?
3: No no uh, I think I mean I like being the bully at, at, at Bantamweight I feel so so strong I feel like a freak at Bantamweight I think I, at featherweight I'd be giving up um, Too many advantages Especially in the height department I'm short as shit So uh, I shouldn't be fighting these tall guys Up at Bantamweight and what, right. happened to the, what happened to the uh, mullet? Um, shit, well, after I started losing, it just kind of fell off. But <laughs> we're, we're, we're on a win streak again. It's peaking. You, I, I know, you said, but it's hard yeah. to make
2: jokes about you now because I have all these <laughs> mullet jokes that I just go to the well and now it's gone. Uh, I, I still I think people still see you with the mullet, though. You had it for so long and people still look at you and they're like, oh, it's, it's still there. I just can't yeah. see, you know. Yeah, it, it's a problem
3: because I thought, like, oh, this will be fun, like, as I start my UFC career, and then, then that's how I get known. as <laughs> So it's kind of my thing.
2: <laughs> you know, I mean, props to your eye of favor, but that, I still think that was stopped early. Honestly, like, I still think you, that fight was uh, a bad stoppage.
3: Um, yeah. uh, well, I wasn't going to complain about it, but then the ref came in the background and was like, I feel like I need to explain myself. And so <laughs> that left a weird taste in my mouth for <laughs> sure, but uh, – yeah, I mean, sh- I know, I know what I signed up for. Like, let me, let me, let me, uh, let me uh, die in there a little bit, you know. Let me, let me, let me fight out of these positions. If I'm not unconscious, then don't be pulling anyone off me.
2: Well, I think <laughs> that Uriah promised the ref a threesome with two chicks. That uh, yeah. that actually, that that you know, just so you know. Um, now who do you think wins, uh, Yan or Aljamain? Uh,
3: I I think uh Aljo can get it done. I mean, he, he seems pretty, like, long for the weight class, and, and I think his wrestling is going to be the difference. So I, hope, I mean, I, I, I think if he uses it, it could be the difference.
0: Yeah. Bill? Hey, hey, Rick, I have a question. How come – I feel like every time a, a male fighter wins UFC, they go, Dana, I want that title shot. Every time the women do, they go, I'll do whatever Dana wants. I don't really care. I'm just honored to be in the ring. <laughs> what, what, you don't seem like you're one of the guys who's like, Dana, give me that title shot. I'm going to I'm gonna murder everyone in the ring. You seem pretty modest. But uh, what do you think? Do you think that's marketing? Have, have um,
3: you- I don't know. I do think about that sometimes. I, I do think about, like, oh, what do I need to do to be more marketable? But I don't know. It, get, it just gets tough. You, I just want to be myself. And, you know, I talk plenty of shit as it is, and I just <laughs> want to be natural. And I, I'm sure once I get to that, I, just, I, I feel like I need to prove it. I'm, I'm not going to be one of those guys who's calling for something too early, you know. And, yeah. You know, like – Give me, give me things. Give me things. I, I, I want to earn them. I've earned them my entire life. I'll just keep doing that.
2: Well, I mean, you're fighting every week. You, you literally fought like twice in three weeks, and uh, and you've been winning. So I can't. And you're just a monster. I, these guys are like, I feel like you're a guy that you're gonna have a tough time finding fights because you're not ranked in the top ten yet, and you're gonna and you're fucking a beast of a guy. And the guys that you've beaten are just awesome. So people are gonna be like, oh, well, it, it's. You know the yeah. risk of war. Race it would be hard for people.
3: Yeah, I, I think I, I think I'm due for another ranked opponent. I mean, if you look at it, you know, I was ranked uh, top fifteen at one point. You know, I took those losses, but to Uriah favor and to the now number three ranked guy Rob Font. You know, and that was a super close fight. So um, those are my only losses in the UFC. I'm eighteen and three. I mean, if they want to keep paying me these big bucks to fight these guys who aren't ranked, then I'll do it. But I feel like you know I'm on a three fight win streak. They better they better start giving me a name. And I'm looking at guys like. You know two guys who popped in my head right away were a Sun Sal and Frankie Edgar. you know if I could get a fight in like early summer, I think those would be great matchups for me
2: uh, I don't want to see Frankie I, Edgars I, I I retired look, yet uh yeah frankie i don't, i don't I don't want to see that fight no offense but i want I want Frankie to fight somebody like like just like not that he's just somebody older i, yeah. I don't, you know i I want to see him get a definite win I, I I don't know that's a tough fight for him, man you're a young hungry kid, you live in a one bedroom. You know, you, it's just, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, I moved up. I moved up. I got I'm out of the one bedroom. Come on, man. I remember you came to my show in Portland. I felt like you were like a kid. And then he's the funniest yeah. guy, Bill, because like it was right after his first fight in the UFC. And I yeah. was like, man, that was a tough fight. You're like, yeah, those guys are a lot better than the scrubs I've been fighting before. Like, he just fucking <laughs> like flat out said that. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. But, but you weren't, man. Those LFA guys you fought were good. I mean, those you fought some good dudes, uh, you know. Okay. Do you have yeah, a gaming a, chair, Ricky? Is that a gaming chair you're sitting on?
3: Yep. Yeah, it is. It was uh, gifted to me. This, this oh. for sure been uh, ran through, but it's super comfortable. <laughs> <throwing in>. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so let's was talk great.
2: about the fights this week. We got Curtis Blades, Derek Lewis. Uh, I'm picking Curtis Blades. I just think that he's going to out-wrestle him, take him down for five rounds, and just kind of avoid getting knocked out. Who do you like in this fight, Ricky?
3: I got to go with a wrestler for sure. Um, especially, like, you get a, a heavyweight who has that blast double, like, blades and, and then that ground and pound. But Lewis seems hard to be taken down. Must be his – that wide mass or something because if someone shoots on him, he just easily, like, defends it, it seems like, at least. But um, I think that uh, uh, Derek should be able to blast through that and, and control it. But hopefully it don't gas out, though. Well,
2: yeah. That, that, I mean, what's funny is that they asked him – somebody asked him about, like, the spaceship on Mars that they landed. And, and he was like, "Man, how much was that? They could have opened up so many Popeyes chickens with that money." It was like <laughs> he is one of the funniest people. You just want to, and he has like the most knockouts in the history of uh, heavyweight division right now. Like he, he's he's insane power. Uh, Bill, who do we like in that fight?
0: Derek, you gotta go with Derek Lewis, man. You just gotta you gotta love the guy. And uh, in terms of him gassing out, I think there's a little bit of a, a little bit of a showmanship thing going on where he's like, uh – I think he's he's actually a little bit a little bit better than people think, and I think he's going to knock him out.
2: Dude, yeah, money well, on. at one point, he was training for twenty minutes a day, which is like, I know, but
0: you think that's just like a little yes, bit of PR to be no, like-
2: no. I think he was training twenty minutes a day. <laughs> <laughs> like I, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy to like lie about shit. Uh, at some point,
0: he's got to step it up, though, right?
2: Oh yeah, of course. Uh, but yeah, but he's hilarious. I mean, he's just naturally funny. He has that like. Yeah. You can read the phone book and I'll laugh, man. Some people are just naturally funny. Uh, so also Caitlin Vieira, who has won. She, she's beaten some good girls. She, she beat Ashley Smith, Sarah McMahon, Kat Zingano. And she got knocked out by Irene Aldana. And then she beat Sajara Eubanks. She's fighting Yana Kuniskaya. She, she's Russian. This girl hates me. I, I sat next to her at, a, um, at like a fight. And I started asking her questions. And like, who's going to win? And she's like, leave me alone. I was like, thank you. I, <laughs> But then she was nice on Instagram and Twitter. Like she got back to yeah. me and likes my teeth. Well, Maybe she's having a bad day.
0: Leave something. me alone is how you say hello in Russian. Is that what it is? Yeah, Russian. Yeah.
2: That's my, dude, my, my, my dad told me with Russian girls, if you take them out and don't try to sleep with them, they'll think you're a complete homo. It's uh, <laughs> something my dad told meanwhile, me.
0: Meanwhile, they'll be mean to you the whole time, but if you don't yeah. try to have sex, they still think you're a homo. Yeah.
2: So we have, Meanwhile, so we have a guy who just won Friday the night also joining us. This dude, Anthony Hernandez. Coming off a huge win, oh my god! Everybody was—it was—you know—I love when I watch fights, and everyone's about one guy. The commentator is like, "Oh, Vieira, Vieira, this guy's the best ever. He's in trouble. He's not." Gonna... And then the other guy wins. Like that's my favorite. So, Anthony, thanks for uh, making that happen. How are you, man?
4: Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm uh pretty fucking lit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve it.
2: Thank good. You, man. <laughs> uh but but didn't you get in trouble for that? Didn't you like not get into the UFC and they took away like
4: No, it and- just a little suspension, <laughs> you know. Um but we're past that now. I passed my last drug test, so uh you know all right. if I have to cut it out, I will.
2: <laughs> no, 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 it's all good, man. I'm 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 happy, I'm happy for you. Now that fight, uh everyone now were you nervous at all about the submission of that guy? Like did you
4: strictly you took that fight on like short notice, right? No, I've had the, uh, I got COVID, so they pushed it back a little bit, but I've been, I I trained for like three months for him, and I just did a fuck ton of drilling and escaping, getting up, and the game plan was basically to make him wrestle so that uh, he gets tired, because he's like a jiu-jitsu guy, and he likes to chill on top, so we were like, our game plan was to make him work hard the first round, and then second round, take it to him, so I pretty much because we knew he was going to guess he was fucking big as shit <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I mean how uh, how were you close at all tapping i mean we was it was it in, insane pressure
4: or did you roll with, like guys that felt like no had- it really wasn't that bad the guys that i was training with for that fight are like 230 black belts and d1 wrestlers and let's just say they're fucking a lot worse to get off of you than that like 185 pound guy so i was chill
2: <laughs> no no it was good now a- after you had him hurt in the first you go back to your corner uh then you went for the takedown and everyone's like no no keep him standing because um was that part of the plan to, to take him down or,
4: or you were just like talk to, you about- talk to me about that so i knew like once after the first round i felt like his best you know so like i wasn't even worried about it the second round i, I was a hundred percent ready for that fight um I even told my coaches, like, I was like, I can see myself submitting him. And they're like, fuck that, no. And, uh, <laughs> but just, like, when he was on bottom and, like, you could see his body, just like his soul just leaving his body. Like, he did not want to fight no more. He was fucking exhausted. So he was, like, kind of looking for a way out. So when I saw him, like, reaching, I was like, oh, my choke's right here. And once I put my knee over, like, and blocked his elbow, I knew for sure I was going to have it and then just sent it. It was it was incredible. I was cheering.
2: I was going crazy. And I was my, my my wife and my daughter were there. My daughter's like play Barbie, play Barbie. And I was trying to like <laughs> play Barbie while while watching this. It was it was hard. <laughs> I, was, I was so pumped for you because it's like it was like the ultimate Rocky story. But people don't realize you beat Kevin Holland. Like you have some huge wins on your record. No,
4: I, I lost to Kevin Holland. Oh, you got me. He got. <laughs> oh, <me>. oh yeah. <laughs>
2: oh, all right. Well, I'm taking that part out too. Okay, all right, okay. But you beat a guy that beat Kevin Holland, right?
4: Yeah, uh, Brandon Allen.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. You beat Brandon Allen, uh, who beat Kevin Holland. So you beat, you beat some good, yes. good dudes. I mean, uh, oh, I mean, yeah. you're you're not some 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 jabroni. I mean, you were at what like ten and one as an amateur, and you came in and you won eight in a row. Uh, you would have gotten to the UFC earlier if not for the failed drug test. You knocked the guy out in forty seconds. I mean, you're not just some, some some like some kid. I feel like they were all about loading up on that other guy and like not talking about you.
4: No, yeah. Uh, I, I was looking forward to it. I knew all the pressure was off me, so I was like, all right, now I can just go fight. There's no people there. There's no nurse. It's just, you know, it was perfect.
2: <laughs> Did you get laid that night or no?
4: <laughs> Hell no, I got kids. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what about your wife? Are you are you, are you, are you a, a single dad? Or are you married or what? No, I'm married. And, and your wife didn't be like, you're my hero. Good job. Like, no,
4: <laughs> nah, uh, I don't know. I really don't like, uh, I'm not trying to make it like a crazy big deal. It's just like a, another fight with a submission. I, I really don't give a fuck about all the hype Damn. and stuff.
2: Damn. What about you? Nothing? <laughs> Ricky? Uh, what was that? Did your wife hook you up at least after your last win? Oh, hell yeah. Come on.
0: No kids. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you get Fight of the Night, Fight of the Night, you should get a Fight of the Night BJ at least. Come yeah.
2: on. Yeah, 50 grand. What's wrong with
4: you guys, man? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm a fucking dad. <laughs> I that that,
2: well, listen, man. I know you're. Uh, I know you're on a, a meeting right now with your manager, as well as a, a some potential client or something, right? And yeah. Obviously, you, you want to get stoned as hell for those meetings. But, um, oh,
4: yeah,
2: sure. but, but listen, uh who do, you, who do you who do you want to fight next?
4: I really don't give a fuck. I'll fight whoever.
2: Nice. Well, keep up the great work, and uh thank you for everything. Yeah, thank you. Take care, brother. All right. hey adam is 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 weed banned by usada so it was and now they're saying um it's not anymore like so it's so stupid they got to get this it's so dumb that like people are in jail right now for many many years because marijuana and then a COVID happens and it's, and it's an essential business in california i, I mean
0: exactly. it's crazy
2: the dumbest <laughs> thing like it's an essential business. Like the gym is closed, but the dispensary is open.
0: Yeah. Did you ever think that 10 years ago that comedy would be illegal and weed would be legal?
2: It's no, I'm literally doing comedy shows in dispensaries right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, if I have they're having shows there. Like, this is the only place you can have shows now are at a fucking park or a dispensary or a parking lot. It's so stupid. <laughs> so fucking dumb, uh, but what are you gonna do? I, I can't believe, I thought he'd beat Kevin Holland. Now I feel like an asshole. I know some people are gonna be like, you fucking idiot, do your research. He's not even gonna remember that conversation. Don't worry he about it. He won't, but the fans are gonna fucking, I, I, could, I, <laughs> make him say that? I could just see like the 19 comments of, like, you have this guy on your show. Remember? Anyway, fuck it. Uh, what are you gonna do? Um, so, uh, Bilal Muhammad is replacing Chimaev. Uh, Bilal is now fighting Leon Edwards. Uh, I think it's a great fight for Bilal. It's the first time he's in a main event. I think he could beat – Leon Edwards is a great fighter, but he hasn't fought in like two years. And even though he's in an eight-fight winning streak, that's a long time. And it seems like a lot of guys right now are coming back from two-year layoffs and not doing well. I think Ponzinibbio being one of them, a couple other guys, they just – they're not performing to their – it's a long layoff. Uh, Thoughts, Ricky Simone? Yeah, I I
3: like Bilal in that that one too, especially because he just fought. And I know when I just had a a quick turnaround – I was much more comfortable in the back, warming up, less stressed on the walkout. So he has that going for him against a guy who has a two-year layoff. I had a nine-month layoff before I before my last uh, the fight in Fight Island. I, even that was, like, too long. Yeah, So Those, those long layoffs definitely affect you. And, and I think if Balog can make it dirty, which he's good at doing going in there and making it a scrap and not letting Leon sit back and pick his shots, then it, it could definitely be a good night for him.
2: And it's a long layoff and a main event long layoff. So you got to think of all the press he's got to do. And all the pressure. That's a fucking tough challenge, man. I know these British guys are pretty calm under pressure. Especially, like, black British guys seem like the calmest. Have you ever met a black British guy that didn't have, like, between, like, Lennox Lewis, Leon Edwards, uh, uh, what's, it seems like a lot of these guys, a lot of rappers, they just seem a lot more calm. I don't yeah. know what it is. They just seem a lot cooler, but who knows. Um, <laughs> so uh, Chris Ducock. Dukas, Dukas, is that how you say it? Anyway, he's fighting Alexi uh, Alnick, who has like 80 fights. He's won 47 by Ezekiel Choke. Um, Everybody keeps saying Ezekiel Choke is like the easiest choke to get out of. You can't get submitted and he keeps hitting it. You guys are Jiu-Jitsu nerds. Tell me about this choke. Well, is he getting it from, is he
0: mounted getting it? Is he getting it from his guard? Do you you know Ricky, how he's getting this Ezekiel?
3: Hasn't he hit it off his back and on mount twice too? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. shit, he,
0: he's
3: he's a weird he's a weirdo with. It. I started doing that when I get on top of people. I'll like just to make them uncomfortable. I can't finish it, but it's just super impressive that he he seems like he can get that from from just about anywhere.
0: Maybe he just has really weird. Uh, his forearm bone is just really pointy or something like that because it's definitely not a not a move. I mean, I mostly train ghee. When somebody gets in the gi, you feel it come on, but you're never like freaking out. You know, so maybe he just has a weird now, is that kind of like a can opener?
2: Is that like a can opener kind of move where like you do it in practice but you're not going to tap to it?
0: Kind of, yeah. But it's I mean, it's almost like the triangle nowadays. You know what I mean? Like who's getting anyone in a triangle?
2: A lot of people. What like Khabib's getting people in triangles? What Are you talking about?
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, now uh, this guy, so Chris Dukas, he's a full-time cop. He says he hates being a cop. He hates chasing people around with guns. Uh, and, and he worked 40 hours a week as a cop. Um, and then then he does two workouts a day while working 10 hours a day. I don't know. Props to this guy for having, if he's married, because my wife would fucking kill me. I couldn't even imagine. Like I do a comedy show for a half hour a day and my wife thinks it's too much. A fucking zoom show. I don't even leave the house. And I got to plan that. If I had a 10 hour (laughs) cop job followed by like two workouts, like that's either, that wife either loves them or... Just, I don't know, is a very independent woman. I've I never met a woman like that. Uh, is your wife clingy, Ricky Simone? Uh,
3: not at all, honestly. We've been together for so long. in time she can get rid of me, she's happy to do it.
0: How, yeah. how long, how long you
2: have you been together for?
0: Um, she, Like 10 years. Wow. Okay. Like
1: yeah. Also,
0: Adam, it seems like she doesn't have a job. Because if he has to be a UFC fighter <laughs> and <laughs> – and be a cop then she should probably get a job. I really so
2: well, I don't even know if the guy's married so I'm actually just making up a wife in this guy's life. <laughs> okay. I mean, he, so I have I have no idea like anything about this guy. I'm just saying that, that I, 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 you know, who knows. But your wife is very cute. I, I saw her at the show. She looks very young. I, I can tell you guys have been together for a long time. You guys have that cute, you were holding hands in the show. High school sweethearts. Yeah, oh, they were mom. laughing at the same like, jokes. <laughs> They had that, like, super, like, he's, like, the small-town kid who, like, is going to make it big as a fighter. He's got three brothers who are not as good as him. Uh, and then she's like she was, like, the hot girl in high school that was, like, weird but, like, cute in a weird way. Uh, right? Am I right on this one?
3: I mean, you're close enough. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: and then you guys were together through college, and he didn't have a job, and he didn't know if he was going to make it. And he has a stupid tattoo with his name on his back. Like for some reason, big fucking letters, like as if you don't know that's his fucking name. You're like, "Oh, where's Ricky Simone?" And his brothers all have it too, uh, so which is crazy. Like, like it's a, it's the a Simone. Did you guys ever fight four on one? Um, just other like, family four like on four. Other is there like a, a rival family? In, in, in oh that?
3: yeah, for sure. And the, and and they're and they're fighters and wrestlers too. So we just get together, well, one side of the lawn, the other side of the lawn, and just it was, it was are you four-on-one. serious?
2: yeah basically <laughs> well wow
0: all right everyone else played football they had like full-on like mma matches and groups too. yeah
2: so we got a guy who just joining us this guy uh ricky you were the most interesting guy in the podcast until this guy showed up uh sorry uh this guy <laughs> tyler Goodjohn. he he's a three and oh is a knuckle boxer he was four and i sorry. (laughs) He's also, he was a a regular boxer. He was a a junior AVA champion, amateur box champion, English professional glove boxing champion, bare knuckle boxing world champion, and also he's a male porn star. Now, a lot of guys, you think, oh, he's a male porn star, blah, blah, blah. This dude posts more videos of him fucking girls on Twitter. Like, his entire feed (laughs) is just him railing chicks. Like, in two minute videos and like hot chicks. I've seen this guy's cock more than I've seen my own cock. Like, like I, <laughs> I, I scroll down my feed, it's just his cock, and then like chicks with tattoos on their faces that are hot, but like, but you know, like they hate their dads or something. And, and then he's like, and, and just craziness. And it's like, there's like three girls and four girls, and, and him. And it's just, and then all the comments are gay dudes. Cause I'm like, who's commenting on this? It's all fucking gay dudes like wow nice package or bring it over here which makes me feel a little better about my life uh but anyway what are you gonna do uh tyler good john how's it going man
1: that's some introduction that i need i've got to live up to that introduction now yeah but, um yeah no i'm doing well mate i'm doing very well thank you for having me on
2: oh it's a pleasure man now uh you had a great i watched your fight last night against charles felony it was crazy horse it's now felony um, uh, which you know, oh. like like you you have to call him felony now. Like, crazy Horse wasn't crazy enough. Uh, good fight, really good fight. Uh, competitive. Um, I definitely thought you won that fight. Some people were like, "Oh, he didn't." Win. No, I'm like, you you won that fight. You knocked him down. You yeah. were faster. I think people just love him. He's a
1: very beloved yeah. character. Yeah, yeah, so. he's he's huge in America. Yeah, um, yeah, like from my point of view, it was it was it wasn't the best, but. Obviously, going out to America, I had to go out on my own. I had no training team. I had to go quarantine for 14 days in Dubai. And then I'd spend two months in America training myself. I then got COVID two weeks out from the fight. So that was a complete nightmare. I uh, managed to get a negative test about five days before the fight and, and went and fought. It wasn't my best, but under the circumstances, I'll take it, you know? Now, um, when, when you're
2: fighting a felony... There are times that he's just got butt naked during the weigh-ins. Another guy said they fought him, and he was coaching that guy on how to choke him during the fight. Uh, Was he talking crazy shit? to try to get in your head? Like, what was that like?
1: You know what? I would say that I got in his head. I uh, was the other way, and I'm wearing a multicolored Versace dressing gown. I'm wearing (laughs) netted pants. Um, I would say, if anything, I probably got in his head. I, I outshadowed felonies, didn't I? That's what I went and done it.
2: Now, you said your best friend sucker-punched you and broke your jaw before the yeah. fight. Uh,
1: yeah.
2: What happened there?
1: Uh, we were at a party. He'd become very aggressive to a group of girls. I called him out on it. Uh, prob- when, when I'm saying best friend, I'm saying best friend. I've done a lot for that guy. Uh, luckily, I called him out on it. He didn't like it. He was threatening me a lot, but didn't have the bollocks to back it up. And, he actually cuddled me, he said we're brothers. I've looked away and he sucker punched me and slapped my jaw both sides. I've got plates, I've got screws in my face and actually I still can't feel my bottom lip and my bottom teeth to this day. So he's a bitch, um, yeah, a bitch. And then you had to train- And then four, four, four months later, I fought in a bare knuckle fight.
2: That's, uh, Ricky, you look horrified. Is everything okay? <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Ricky? I said, yeah, I was, wow, that was his boy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, by the way, you're here with Ricky Simone, uh, UFC fighter, 18 and 3, yeah. uh, one yeah. of the best, and comedian, comedian Bill Dawes. Now, let's talk about the, the porn aspect. Uh, so, you started dating Alessa Savage, right? Is that still your fiancé? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. She was my fiancé. Yeah, she was your
2: fiancé. Yeah. Now, she's a porn star? Yeah. And then she turned you – she said, listen – i like to fuck guys i'm getting paid for it i like you the best why don't you fuck me and we can make some money is that how it went down
1: um at the start um so basically what it was when when i was doing bare knuckle boxing in in england uh television nets used to show it live so obviously i ended up with one of the ring card bills um and then it just sort of went from there really like i say yeah and i got involved in a whole lot of madness and um yeah and nah, and she introduced me to the world of porn thank you uh please, uh, <laughs> please, please explain the madness that you got involved in uh just, just you know just like i'm going to a, i'm in ibiza with five porn stars um i'm living in the house with them for, for 10 days it was just just a lot of fun and yeah i'm not yeah a lot of fun basically <laughs>
2: so, so you're so you're banging five girls at once
1: Got taken turns. Well, like no, I wouldn't say, we're bad. Oh, I mean, I was obviously with a lesser at the time, but I'm with these hot ass porn star girls. I'm at Ocean Beach. I'm looking in the fucking boys. You know I mean, I'm, I'm surrounded by hot girls. It was um, yeah, it was fun, and um, yeah, not a bad life.
2: <laughs> no, no, I I've, I've seen some of the videos. Uh, uh they, it seems like you're having a, a great time. So you're you're having sex with them now. Is it hard to not get distracted? Because uh, you have to train for your bare knuckle fights, um, your boxing career, and it just seems like sometimes you keep upping the ante. Where it's like, oh, three some in the morning, you got to train in the afternoon, but then this truck <laughs> put it on your face and four, then you, you got to fucking. There's uh,
1: always time for a threesome, always time.
2: Always times, right? Okay. <laughs> what about the
1: no sex uh, before a fight rule? Yeah, <laughs> no sex I mean before a fight. Do, do you know what? It's funny because. Um, when I went, to, I went to a show in Miami, the fight before I fought, and David Feldman, the BKFC, come up to me. He'd come up to me twice the whole time we were there, and he, sh- he kept shaking his head. And I went, what's the matter, David? He went, you got to stop banging, man. You've got to stop this banging. Like that. <laughs> Honestly, I swear to God. And then the next day, he's come up to me, and, he, and he's shaking his head the exactly the same thing. He goes, you really need to stop this banging, man. Like that. And I'm thinking, so I was like, Davy, don't you worry, mate. I can do both. Yeah,
2: yeah, okay, so you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not worried. I mean, you're, you're a 4-0, you're undefeated, you're, you're a high-profile guy, um, and you said your parents are
1: proud of you for the porn career? Um, I mean, I mean, like, proud if you said, hey, Tyler's mum, are you proud of seeing your son fucking loads of girls? Probably not, but at the same time, she fully supports everything I do. She knows I'm mad as fuck, and, uh, yeah, she's behind me, so...
2: No, okay, okay, and then and your girlfriend. Now, is there any jealousy? Because I, I talked to some porn stars that were like, because I, I used to work at the warm up for the Playboy channels. So I became friends with all the porn stars, and there was a little bit of like, hey, don't fuck that girl, but you can fuck this girl. But hey, but you know, don't enjoy it too much with this girl. Does uh, uh Alessa Savage get jealous at all?
1: Um, I'm gonna. Uh, you know what? Because <laughs> I can't be fucked. With the amount of abuse I'm gonna get if she hears this, <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, okay, yeah. Look, I'm gonna be honest. She gets, she gets jealous. Um, to be fair, look, she's not my girlfriend, so I'm obviously working with a lot of girls. But um, yeah, girls in the industry do get do get very jealous.
2: Of course, of course. Now you said you also love strippers.
1: Yeah, I have got a um, I've, yeah, i yeah, oh yeah, I don't not like them. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so
2: take me to a typical day because uh, on twitter your day seems like okay you wake up in the morning you train
1: yeah okay and oh, well, are go we ahead. going are we going are we going through today's day or are we going through training because we're in lockdown at the minute so it's no, okay. um, it, it, it's hard to train it's hard to um get all right give, give, all
2: right give me the like the insane fun days so give me a typical fun day for you I'm married. I'm I mean, also
1: kind of <laughs> well, so like Valentine's Day. Yep. Um, I've seen a girl in the morning, and then in the afternoon, I've I've drove off, and I've um, slept with two other women. Wow! Wow! Now, is this for OnlyFans for content or just without? Yeah, the- well, in the, in the morning wasn't for content, and then uh, in the afternoon slash evening, um, that was the content.
0: Does it feel weird fucking not for content? Like, aren't you at a place where you're like, hey, if I'm not getting filmed for this or pay, like,
1: what's the point? No? No, nah, nah, do you know what? Like, sex, sex is better, obviously, when it's not made for content because you're, you're obviously thinking of angles. You're thinking of everything else. You know what I mean? It's not – I say it's not enjoyable. It is. But it's um, <laughs> it's definitely harder than – yeah, when you when you when you're just fucking, don't we? <laughs> right? Uh, Ricky, do you uh, fuck for content as well or no? Uh, not usually, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so no, it's, uh,
1: it's one of them, it's one of them things, isn't it? Like, no, it's not for everyone. Um, but do you know what? I'm like, I'm very openly open sexually. I always have been. I don't think it's a big deal. Uh, everyone watches porn. Um, the people who say that they don't watch porn are the ones who watch it the most um you know what i mean it's yeah, what, what like i say i'm living let live like now and you're you know, also like at the bit. top
2: you're not the top three percent or something like you're making what like fifty
1: thousand a month or something no like do you know what i haven't like where obviously i was in america and everything else um i had to come off it a bit and stuff like that so i've only really just started doing things again now i mean obviously with covid and everything else it's like we're in lockdown back in uk so i can't well, I'm not supposed to be meeting up with other girls and everything else, so it's very difficult. Until COVID's over and done with, the whole industry in general is obviously, you know, isn't open. So Now, have you thought yeah. about
2: going, like, mainstream porn?
1: Like, for, like, Vivid I'll, I'll, or Wicked? Yeah. like I'd like to try and do the studio stuff and, and all that. It's, you know, again, it's a lot more difficult than people think. But, um, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely something that I'm open to. Um, I'll be you know I'm coming back out to America again so well, I have, have a like
0: question to... yeah I have a question what is do you have a bucket list in terms of who you want to fuck in porn and who you want to fight <laughs> in bare knuckle boxing
1: I want to fight Louis Palomino in Miami fill out a stadium um, I've already really pissed him off anyway and I pissed off the Cuba, uh, Cuban community in Miami so I might as well go finish the job um, yeah so that's the fight. And then I've always said that there's a porn star girl from America Canella, Canela Skin, and she's like a Latino girl, and she is hot as anything.
2: Got so, it. Now, do do uh, do other do a lot of girls sign into your DMs and, like, hey, I watch your OnlyFans or, hey, I watch your porn, and I want you to do this to me?
1: Yeah, so <laughs> like, I've, I, I've actually got a tattoo, um of – it says down in the dm and it's a heart shape and it's two girls sending a picture of their after to me because literally at one point i'd wake up in the morning and my twitter and all that was just girls fucking themselves sending videos and fucking, <laughs> fucking themselves but if that doesn't give you a sex addiction i don't know what the fuck does
2: now now are there a lot of ufc female fighters that say to you hey i, I watched your stuff and i want to get in, be with you
1: well, Paige Van Zandt messaged me the other day, um, a laughing face emoji with loads of money coming out of the mouth, so, I mean, I'm getting... I'm Oh, oh. yeah, you
0: you kind of called her out, didn't you? <laughs> you kind of shit on her a little bit, didn't you? <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah, so, and I think... Hey, well, it's not growing. Better, you better be You're saying yeah. nice things. <laughs> okay, that's the <that's laughs> trading <laughs> Yeah. Hey, look, you know what? Paige Van hey, oh, beautiful girl, good fire, everything else, look. But at the end of the day, was it $400,000 she got or something? Let's face it. This is bare-knuckle boxing now. She hadn't had a bare-knuckle fight. Obviously, she's very – somewhat she's done in the UFC and everything else. But she hadn't had a bare-knuckle fight. So I find that disrespectful. But I obviously <laughs> had the fights I've had. And I'm not getting paid anywhere near what she's getting. You know what I mean? I do understand she's bringing all the Instagram following and all that. But it has sort of bit him on the ass a bit. You know what how, what
2: many, how many dick pics is $400,000 for you? that's how again,
1: sorry how many dick pics <laughs> that's i, I wouldn't like, i wouldn't like to say
2: <laughs> wow that's that's crazy um well listen man i mean you are you are a character and a half i think you're gonna i think the world hasn't found out about you yet
1: because i feel like you're, yeah. you're like you're like the the dirtiest guy i've ever met uh can i just say I mean, one can i say one thing yeah i've got a documentary that is on youtube a lesser my my Cornstar X is in it as well. Honestly, watch that documentary. It's called Unbroken, right? It, it, it is thick. It is good. I'm not just saying it. I like, saw it. I'm very I saw excited. it. It's great. Very, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm yeah. so happy that it out. I knew I knew it was going to be good. It's, you know, fighting It's going to be interesting, but the way it, the production you knows now. Now, how many girls come up to you in, in real life and they're like, "Hey,
2: let me see it," or "I see what you're working with," or. Hey, can I can I can I get a ride on the Good John Express? I mean, how like how many women come up to you and say this?
1: <laughs> well, at the minute, being in lockdown, not that many. But I get messages. It's like, look, it's look. We're we live in a social media time now, don't we? You can you can bang your Tinder on, and you're not going to be short of beds, don't we? Wow. Yeah.
0: I just oh, want to be friends. Ridiculous. I just want to be friends with you, Tyler. You're <laughs> 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 be a great friend, a guy who can fight bare knuckle. And, and, yeah, Jesus
1: Christ. I get, all, right, I so
2: where sloppy, can, all right,
1: where can people find you? Well, uh, Instagram, OnlyFans, uh, everything? Yeah, so I'm, I'm on my Instagram, at Tyler And then on my Twitter, if you want to see a little bit more of me, um, <laughs> that is a link to get to the OnlyFans in this, at Tyler on Twitter. Um, I've got my Facebook, but I basically just get abused by people that sit at home and do fuck all. So I don't tend to go on it that much. But, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm mostly on Instagram. I do a lot of Instagram live, like to connect and talk to my fans and everything else. So give it a follow.
2: Well, listen, keep up the great work, man. Um, I think that there's a definitely, you're providing a service for people uh i'm not really sure what the service is but it, it's some it's a good service a lot of people they need to masturbate they need to watch fighting and here you, <laughs> here, here you are so uh stay away from my wife thanks a lot tyler You're the best.
1: nice one thanks a lot guys take, take care. care bye-bye
2: all right that was tyler good john uh wow lots to absorb there uh thoughts ricky simone <laughs> Hey, that guy is way more interesting than me. I feel like
0: <laughs> I need to do something crazy now.
1: <laughs> yeah. <What the>
0: <laughs> well, Rick, I have a question for you uh, about jujitsu. So, what? when I do jujitsu, I
2: right. Ignore well, the fact that that guy just came on the show. That's what all I'm right.
0: talking about. When I, when I do when I do jujitsu, I, I I never think about sex. But when I'm having sex, I think about jujitsu all the time. And kid. I wanted to kind of ask him, like, when he's does he ever? Confuse his two fucking passions.
2: Did
0: <laughs> <laughs> ever just want to start hauling off on it. I don't know, but do you know what I'm talking about with the jujitsu. Like, are you in bed ever like, oh, I'm passing her guard. Uh, I'm trapping her half guard. She's got me in lockdown. Oh, full mount. Nothing like that. Just me. I'm a weirdo. <laughs>
3: I'll
0: never think about it. no jiu <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank no. you. Right, Thank you Bill.
2: <laughs> Good job, Bill. Why
0: is she turtling up? She's turtling up again.
2: Oh, man, that was... So, far, so so far we have, we had a guy that was stoned as fuck, uh, and another guy, a bare knuckle boxer, porn stuff. Ricky, you're the most normal guy on the podcast. Uh, yeah, I know. Guy, I'm
3: trying to feel like it. What's going on out here? <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, let's talk about some more of the fights this week, and then we'll call it a show. That guy, uh, nice guy though, very humble. Like, a, seems like a real sweet guy. He could guy. be a
0: big, he could be a really big star just in terms of his brand and his his look and everything. He's got the kind of tatted up little jason momoa look going
2: it's the craziest thing he literally posts pictures of him because like a lot of times i'm like this guy like because i'm like he's like a real fighter it's not like he's just some yeah. guy that like is an amateur or took one fight and is a porn star and you're like he's like legitimately was a boxer and like a fighter so and i'm looking at these videos of just him just like his fucking cock hanging out like hey for 20 dollars, you can just i mean literally it's every fucking cock thing and there's but there's like six views on it. I'm like I'm like so, i like, people are and I'm one of them, I'm like four of those views. Like, like like I'm like something's being missed here. Like he's not being marketed correctly because I do feel like yeah uh, y- y- yeah. You ever see that bill like and I mean as far as like comedy wise or you ever see like a band we're like man why is this why does no one know about this fucking band or you see a that's how I feel about
0: myself, Adam. That's how I feel about yeah or about- like
2: or like you see a fighter you're like who fo-? like why does nobody care? I'll watch some yeah. random prelim fighter. Like he, in like that, he he could corner the market in yeah. male porn stars. Ricky,
0: I gotta ask you: as a UFC fighter, do you look at him and go, "Oh, neck, that's cute"? Is it like an NFL fighter looking at a CFL player, uh, or like Major League Baseball looking at Double A, going like, "Yeah, you got your little thing, but like you're at the top of the game in, in the UFC." I just think of it
3: as different, a different sport. I think I think it's badass in its own in its own realm. Like um, I, I never really watched um, until Paige jumped on that that last card is when I tuned. In. I was like, oh, this is kind of badass. And then I see some of the guys in my weight class doing it. and I'm like, man, I would knock this guy out. <laughs> I shit, but I mean, it, part of me, the crazy part
2: of me, kind of is like, I'd like to do that. Yeah, it's it's entertaining. I'll tell you what, Bill. Like Paige said, she got paid like 20 times when she got in the UFC. Holy shit. If, if like, or a lot more. If if that keeps happening, people aren't yeah. gonna start looking at it like that. They're gonna go, wait yeah, a minute. Right. Like, It's all go- about
0: money, you're absolutely and, right. And
2: in some ways, I think it's, I wouldn't say it's easier, but you're not, you don't have to defend, you know, heel hooks. You don't have to defend the kicks. And you're not even, and you're not punching as hard because you'll break your hand. So you're yeah. like, you're punching at like 70% and the rounds are shorter uh i wouldn't say it's easier but it's definitely like it's a different skill it's a whole different skill you know yeah like you said and and it's entertaining as fuck he's right and it's still in that weird um stone age where like people are just entering the ring for no reason or uh people are just jumping in or the like the announcers are saying like things like it's just it's crazy it's fucking madness it's kind i of think
0: hot. it might evolve to like we have a hybrid like back to the early ufc or the pride days where it's going to be bare knuckle no holds bar just but on the ground as well
2: yeah they're yeah. gonna be somebody's gonna call bare knuckle mma yeah. uh, which i think will really favor the jujitsu guys because from what i hear it's harder to choke somebody with gloves on um uh, yeah it is for sure so, uh yeah. all right so a couple more fights uh uh who else is uh so Arlovsky is fighting this guy Tom Aspinall Tom Aspinall has won seven and nine uh he knocked out Jake Collier in 45 seconds followed up with another guy in uh uh 95 seconds all of his wins come in the first round I feel like they're trying to build him up he's from he, he's from England and uh Arlovsky is not known for his he's like ground game so, and, I, and Arlovsky's old how old is Arlovski? I mean, at MMA years, like 160 or something, you know? (laughs) So, but at the same time, he's been in there with everybody. Where that experience factor, I mean, there's nothing this guy's going to bring to the table that Arlowski hasn't seen before. So, who do we like in this fight? Ricky Simone.
3: I think with the heavyweight division, it's always like... um... When they match up a, a new a young guy like like that super athletic versus a, a veteran, it's all it always depends on what happens in that first round. Because if that young guy can get rid of him quick, with, use that speed and that power. But it always seems to favor the 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 more veteran, the seasoned heavyweight. Once the rounds go on, because those guys usually blow their wad, and then all of a sudden they're getting they're getting their uh, shit pushed in by the, this old guy. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, right. you're right. I think you're right with that. Also, uh, Jared Gordon is fighting Daniel Chavez. I like Gordon, man. He's a guy that like, like overdosed like 19 times on heroin. Then he like basically was sober, fucked up his back in like a car accident. They put him on painkillers, on Vicodin, he was unconscious and then he got hooked again. Like he's had crazy life. Cra- like, everyone gave up on this guy, he's from New York and now he made it back to the UFC, he made it to the UFC and he's just a guy that you have to root for. Uh, I don't know the other guy, Chavez, but this guy's got some story. Like Gordon should sell his life story. Because he's one of those dudes that like you're you're gonna watch and you're, you're like that that's not that can't happen like you watch a movie yeah. You're like yeah right the guy's gonna go to fucking heroin 19th but yeah so fucking Gordon's a guy that I always root for. Uh, interesting fight this year is Dracar close because he's a guy that I feel like has so much talent but doesn't always like he lost to Darius because he got too excited and rushed in uh, and he's fighting Luis Pena who's had seven fights in the UFC. I feel like it was like last year we watched about the Ultimate Fighter, Violent Bob Ross. But I don't know how good this dude is. Like, I still can't figure out how good he is. Um, what do you think? Uh, Yo, uh, Pena seems
3: – he seems legit. Like, uh, I, I wasn't sure uh, – I think it was like just two fights ago. And then I was watching some of the some of the combos he was throwing and some, some of his timing is just real slick. And then he's just so freaking long, too, for the weight class. Like, damn. Yeah, but so I, I think I like him in that fight. In that I hope Dracarra wins. Danny Corey Casey is a hot
0: uh, piece of- R- Ricky, oh, how, how, how important like by percentage is, is your camp, your training camp? Like, is, that, is it so definitive in terms of how when someone's going to win a fight or not? Because it always feels like people have, have had a great camp this time or I didn't. And I kind of feel like, I, is it, does it make that much of a difference? Uh, I think it depends on the fighter because there's so it's, it's You'll be surprised
3: about how many fighters are just training camp, you know, uh, athletes like who just who who are only really training when they got a fight. Um, uh, but those guys who stay ready all the time, you don't gotta spend that first month and a half getting in shape. You know, if you're already getting into camp in shape, you should just be able to knock out like the the finer details and stuff like that. For me, I mean, I'm I'm always ready to go, but I, I mean, I want I want that extra time in camp to to for my coaches all to study my opponent and break down everything we think he's going to do, you know? So I, I, think, you know, we're, we're at a point in, in MMA where you kind of have to have, have be fully prepared. You can't just go in kind of like, yeah. tired and be like, Oh, I, I hope, hope I'm ready for this. Like you, you kind of want to be ready to walk out and there not be a question in your mind that you know you you prepared.
2: You also never hear about a bad camp unless they lose. Like, like yeah. nobody, nobody wins and goes, I had an awful camp. <laughs> but I want to fight. It's only when they lose that they admit they have a bad camp. So I feel like it's like it's a tainted sample piece that we have. Um, Nate Landwer, this fucking guy's a psycho. Uh, he's the guy that like after he won his fight, he's from Alabama, called Nate to train. He like was like Dana White. He was like chasing Dana White around the arena, and Dana was like, "Where the fuck did we find this guy?" Um, he's <laughs> fighting, but I, I love the guy. He fought like an M one. He was just a guy that just tick fights everywhere. He's fighting Juliana Rosa, who um, who's two and four in the UFC, but he's been knocked out three times. I feel like I feel like Nate's got this. Uh, and then Eddie Wineland is fighting John Casanata. Eddie Wineland, if he doesn't win this fight, I'm sorry. I love Eddie Wineland, but it might be time. That 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 Sugar Shane, uh, that Sugar Sean O'Malley knockout was tough to watch. Um, and then John Casanata came to my show in Minnesota. He has might have the hottest Filipino girlfriend ever. And then she walked out. She was offended. But he stayed. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. This is going to be a good fight. Uh, who do you who do like in this fight? Ricky Simone, Eddie Winder, or John Cassaneta? Uh
3: Definitely uh, Casaneta, the sexy Maxi for sure. Uh, he, I think <laughs> like he's he's too, uh, he's too athletic, uh, too explosive. I think, uh, you know, I, I've been a big fan of Eddie for, for a long time, but that's also the problem. It's been for a long time. He's getting old. I think he's going to be one step behind.
2: Yeah, yeah 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 uh one of the fighters today missed weight by 12 pounds um that? He, came in, he came in at uh Alves. the guy that guy Alves, uh he, he was supposed to fight at 145 he came in at 157 so he missed the other <laughs> weight class too
0: um
2: i mean you can't let that fight happen right
0: no. Who, whose call is that? Who decides if that fight can happen? Is it just Dana, or is it the fighters?
2: Rafael Avez. I mean, it's it's got to be the commission. I mean, uh, you just can't you can't miss the weight class above you, you, you like <laughs> by two pounds. Like that
3: still just, has to, this has to be within a certain amount. I think uh, it depends on the commission, but I'm pretty sure the commission would get involved at that point, and, and it'd be up to them. Even if you even, even if the other guy would accept it.
2: I mean, why not fake an injury? Like, why even go on the scale at that point? If you're 12 yeah, pounds right. over, why wouldn't you just like faint and be like, I can't, and be like that? Oh, sorry, I had a I had a, something happen. but I got a stomach virus or pay off a doctor.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, right? Coming in a 12, yeah. days, like, why would you even attempt to go on a scale if you're 12 pounds over? It's insane. Uh, Did he so, say
0: anything? Did he have an excuse like, well, he, I said, had he, a tough weekend. he said
2: he was Brazilian. He said he he was Brazilian, so that was just, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so. And then uh, finally, another fight I'm looking forward to is Chaz Skelly, who was a five-time state champion from Texas. Uh, he's fighting uh, Jamal Emers. That should be a good fight. Chaz Skelly's one of those dudes that like, he's never out of the fight. Remember that one fight he won? Remember that fight he fought? He was like getting the living shit beaten out of him. And he came back in the, in the third, I forgot who it was. It's against some guy from like Romania or something. Uh, and then Casey O'Neill is 5-0, and oh, and they're, they're, they're touting her as the next big thing. And she's fighting Shayna Dobson, who I believe is like three and four in the UFC. I don't even understand this, uh, but she won her last fight. She was, but she, she beat Agapova, who they were trying to make another like star out of. I hope Shayna Dobson wins, I, I do. I love it when fucking, but I don't know. There's, everyone's saying like the over is have won round on this one. But uh, I, I hope Shayna Dobson wins, I really do fucking you know a little, but,
0: cool. could amanda nunez just win every weight class what if she just said i'm gonna sweep the weight classes
2: well yeah i mean she's already she's already done that she's won at 145 135 what she it go down to 125 i mean what is she gonna she do keep
0: moving up keep she moving up, keep keep weight going. Is.
2: What is she, i mean they're gonna <laughs> it was her versus like fucking gabby garcia i mean like, she, and she would fucking wreck gabby garcia
0: i know i know
2: uh so all right finally Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. Uh, so another boxer trained with Askren last week uh, who says that Askren got, I mean, trained with Jake Paul over at ATT who says Askren got no shot. He says, he says there's no victory for Askren. He's going to be a 3-1 underdog. It's going to be a terrible thing for the UFC. It'd be great for Askren if he gets paid a million dollars, but he lives in Wisconsin. Like, you could buy a house there for like $19. He doesn't spend any money. He like owns like 90 Bitcoins. He has four wrestling academies. He made a million dollars at one FC. He had a huge UFC contract and a huge Bellator contract. What does he need to do this for? Like, we, like, why is he doing this? Talk to me. Uh, that boy likes
3: the attention for sure. Yeah, he's for the clout. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. I, I part of that the the fighter in me wants to like team team up with Ben Askren. You know, he's a funny guy. And but I just watched a video of uh, his coach. Saying that he was gonna win, and Ben's in the background. He kind of like hobbles to the to the middle of the ring to like hit passes. Like, oh god, he's so unathletic. I don't know, man. I, don't, I think I think uh, that Paul Boy's gonna get
2: him, <laughs> dude. This reminds me a little bit. I hate to say it, like, and he had two hip surgeries. Like coming up, two <laughs> surgeries. Uh, it reminds me when Tito fought Chuck Liddell like four times. that like, like the last time? Oh god, boy. People so were there. Sad. They told me that they they showed a video of like Chuck arriving, and he was like hopping. He was like crawling out of his car. And like, you know how they go like backstage and everyone in the crowd was just like, no. Like, just, <laughs> <laughs> like and dude, I love Chuck. Chuck is fucking awesome. I've hung out with him. He's fucking, he's still ripped. He's still shredded. But it's different when you're, and, and fucking, who wants to see Jake Paul win? Is anybody rooting for Jake Paul? His own brother doesn't like him. Like
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Logan doesn't like him. Like 15 year old YouTubers like, they, that's who we're fucking. That's who want, is anybody rooting for this guy? But, no,
0: but d- doesn't that explain why he would want to fight him. Why Askren want to fight him? Because like, would you want to kick this guy's ass for money?
2: Yeah, but do it like in a wrestling match or something where he's gonna win, you know? Uh, or in an MMA fight. Uh, I mean, literally, if you go on Nate Robinson's, I, I go on Nate Robinson's Instagram sometimes because I'm bored and I want to see what people. He'll post something like, "Hanging with my kids," you know, "Great family day." And then, like, 97 comments, like, but they didn't see you – but they saw so you get knocked out. like, And it's all fucking, like – and nobody with, like, a fucking profile. It's just some fucking of stupid course. account. like, And, like, every one of them is like, oh, you finally woke up? Like, everyone – everyone like, is this what we want to ask him to deal with? I, I know he doesn't care, but fuck, man.
0: I mean, nothing could be worse than his, his knockout against Masvidal. So,
2: come on. At least it was against Masvidal, though. Yeah. Like at least you could be like, and in some ways, yeah, that was. But that, but there isn't a person on the planet that wouldn't have went down that way had they got their, like that landed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. it wasn't like, oh shit, like he got clipped with a jab and fell down. It was like, dude, he got fucking a guy ran a running start and need him in the fucking head. Like, there's nobody that that wouldn't have happened to.
0: You know, I will you know, put money on Ben. I'll give a hundred bucks on Ben, right now. I
2: I would love that no because i'm not i would never bet against ben i fucking yeah. love Ben Askren. he's my he's my friend yeah, homie. But, I, but i don't know man i just i i'm nervous about this one I, you know i hope it doesn't happen i hope it doesn't happen like like the mayweather one i wanted to happen because i'm like floyd's not going to lose to logan paul like there's not a on, on any universe on any day yeah fucking, yeah you, you could wake Floyd up at four o'clock in the morning and you could give jake logan paul a full training camp and you could be like hey you're fighting and have him no, and I'll still beat him up with a fucking bolt. But this one, like, I mean, have I? I never seen Askren turn a punch. Like, have you ever seen him actually turn a punch? Like, it's all arm punches.
4: <laughs>
3: you know? I'm gonna
2: go get him in the clinch and
3: like get him super tired though, and then, you know. Yeah. Well, I think if there, it was bare knuckle,
2: he might uh, win. And bare knuckle, he would he would have a better shot because he could just fucking you know do that shit, hold on to him like a hockey fight thing. But man. And then he's training, and then fucking Paul's training with Sugar uh, Shane Mosley. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What are you going to do? I'll take a hundred buck bet. (laughs) I got you. (laughs) Well, well, listen, uh, Ricky, when you're famous, and you're going to be super famous, and you're going to be a superstar, you're going to be a champion. How old are you now?
3: 28.
2: Yeah, yeah. You're going to be a champion, I'd say, by the time you're 30. But you can't forget about me, bro, because everybody else does. Uh, They're all fucking, this is what they all do. You know, and then, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh man, I'm tired. I'm gonna go on the, you know, so don't fucking,
3: all right? Hey, I did, hey it's been like, I think I did like an interview with like seven years ago, and
2: here I am. Of course, <laughs> man. I, dude, I, I knew you were a star in the LFA, bro. Like, LFA, I was your fan. I was like, this dude's, I mean, you beat, what, Chico Camus? Yeah,
3: did uh, you, you interviewed me before my Titan fights. Uh, before I was gonna fight like Brett Johns back in the day. Yeah, yeah that, that would have been a, a fun fight. like not talking shit to each other, we like giving each other compliments. It's super awkward. Oh, that
2: was the worst. We had we used to have these <laughs> press conferences. Rest yeah. in peace to that guy. Yeah. The, the promoter would call me up and be like, "I got these two uh, Titan guys, and then we would get them on. They wouldn't even know what they were on, what show they were on, and they would talk zero <laughs> shit to each other. Uh, and then, we, and then we would just talk shit to each other, me and the other the guy on behalf <laughs> of them. Uh, the, the best is we had one time we had Rachel Ostovich, and yeah, uh, it was like before. No one knew who Rachel was. It was her and Andrea KGB Lee. And then their boyfriend started fighting with each other, like in the background. they like, Tell them. <laughs> that was like <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> like, I think one of them's in jail now for domestic. I think they're both in jail for domestic violence, actually. So fuck both of those guys. But it was an interesting show. Uh, and then it was like, and then it became what like, would you make out with each other? Like, hey, Rachel, would you make out with Andrea? And she's like, yeah, probably. It, be, like, it was the weirdest <laughs> Fucking shittiest press conference, and there was no actual press there, so I, I would just call it a press conference. But listen, uh, thank you, man. Thank you for taking time, Bill. You're great. Anyone, you want to plug?
0: No, but Ricky, keep the mullet, man. Keep the mullet that's gonna be part of your brand, I think. You'll be like the, the fighter version of Theo Vaughn. Maybe put some color in it. Get, get yeah, man, you're, you're a badass. I love watching your fight, man, as a jujitsu guy. I love I love how you combine. You're, you're boxing, you're striking, you're wrestling, jiu-jitsu, man. I think you're a master. It's really cool to watch, and nice to meet you, man. Yeah, I have nothing to know. plug. Just my name, Adam. You're the best, man. Thank you. Thank Everyone, you. check out Adam's uh, special on uh, on UFC. UFC, Fight pass? You. UFC? Yeah. Yeah, man, it's great, dude. I just saw it last night. You're awesome.
2: I appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, guys. Take care. Yes.